The storm is termed a Witch of November. The ship that was wrecked in it was the SS Matafa. Looking back, it has been remembered as the Matafa Storm of 1905 and still stands up today as one of the worst of its kind to ever hit the Great Lakes. Hi, I'm Chris May, host of This Day in Weather History, a podcast from the Weather Network in Canada. Never miss a day by subscribing to this podcast wherever you are listening to me right now. And remember to rate and review where you can. It all matters. Trust me. And now, on with the show. Storm warnings for land were in effect by the morning of November 28th, but by all accounts, the worst had already been done out on the waters of the Great Lakes this day in weather history. Quick refresher for those who may have just found this podcast and whose only reference to witches is either Glenda or the Wicked (laughs) from The Wizard of Oz. These are seasonal weather events that occur frequently across the Great Lakes in autumn. The witches are actually strong winds and much stronger gusts caused by an intense low pressure center over the Great Lakes, drawing in cold Canadian Arctic air from the north or northwest and smashing it against the still lingering warm Gulf air from the south. At first blush, you'd think that this is a relatively ordinary occurrence, but these particularly severe events seem to be always at their worst in November, giving this month a particularly cruel reputation as the month that has seen many Great Lakes sailors perish beneath the waves. This story is no different. The low moved across the Great Basin while deepening on November 26th and 27th, then blew east-northeastward across the Great Lakes on the 28th, this day in weather history. Fresh east winds were forecast for the Great Lakes for the afternoon and evening of November 27th, and that would have marine implications. But by the morning of November 28th, there were storm warnings in effect for land. And remember that this is late November, so this will likely come with a significant lake effect or lake-enhanced snowfall. That certainly panned out. Storm force winds and heavy snow accompanied the mighty cyclone's passage. But why is it called the Matafa Storm? Let's go back to the month of November having a reputation for wrecking ships. Remember, on the November 10th edition of this podcast, I featured the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Well, this storm, named after the Matafa wreck, was responsible for damaging or totally destroying about 29 vessels and killing 36 and causing shipping losses of over $3.5 million. That's in 1905 dollars, by the way, and it took place on Lake Superior. That was way back when they still used paper for cents. They didn't even have coins back then, I don't think. Well, in some places, anyway. Anyway, what happened? November 27th, at 5 o'clock in the afternoon, the SS Matafa was on her way out of Duluth, Minnesota, loaded with iron ore and towing the barge, the James Naismith. But... At 6 p.m., only an hour later, winds at Duluth ramped up to 44 miles per hour or 71 kilometers per hour. Those were sustained. As she approached the port, it became clear that it was useless to try to bring both the steamer and the barge through the narrow Duluth ship canal into the harbor, so Captain Humble at the time gave the order to cut James Naismith loose. All right, so there goes the barge. November 28th. Storm warning flags were flying by the morning and the cyclone moved into southern Minnesota. It was now so massive that it unleashed easterly gales and heavy snow across Lake Superior, Huron, and Erie. Gusts now hit close to 70 miles per hour. It's almost 110 kilometers per hour in Duluth. At the harbor, lake levels peaked at two and a half feet or almost three quarters of a meter above normal during the storm. Not much, but couple that with heavy snow and we have real big problems. 
The SS Matafa was hit by the storm, and though she struggled on for a short time, at 4 p.m. that day, Captain Humble resigned to the fact that this was lost and gave the order to turn about and head back to Duluth. Then, Matafa attempted to make it back into Safe Harbor alone, but, and I quote, she only made it about halfway between the twin concrete piers when a backwater surged out. Heavy water struck her stern, driving her prow down to the muddy bottom and then slammed her stern against the north pier. Her rudder tore off and the water pulled her prow out toward the open lake, then smashed her stern against the south pier. She grounded in the shallow water outside the north pier where she broke in two, her stern settling slowly into the water. The Witch of November had claimed another ship and took more lives. It was the wreck of the SS Matafa, this day in weather history. Tomorrow is November 29th, and it is around this time that the U.S. may still be in the throes of Thanksgiving, depending on when it falls on the calendar. It is traditionally, in a normal non-pandemic plague world, also the busiest travel day in America. And depending on where in the Union of States you have to be, the weather can wreak havoc on your plans. But again, depending on where you are, will dictate just what kind of havoc you got to deal with. Normally, this podcast will be chatting winter storms, but tomorrow is a dust storm that caused one of the worst traffic incidents in California history, if not U.S. history, on this day in weather history with me, your host, Chris May.